What's up, guys? Welcome back to another Tossed Up Sports podcast episode. Today, we actually have a special edition episode. Um, actually, what we like to call our ramble show. Ramble and we're actually show. just going to go on and just really just have some free roam conversation about some NBA stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be really casual, you know, just kind of conversation, some dialogue. Yeah. Uh, me and Matt, some of our opinions. We'll talk about some facts, too. We we'll throw some a lot, stuff but in we there. also disagree a lot. There's times we disagree, but we usually like to discuss, you know, the reasons behind why we might think something. And we usually are pretty fair and civil, so we don't right. we don't get mad or, right. or curse word at each other. We don't we don't well, assault each other. Absolutely. Well, I mean, sometimes we might get in a fist fight every once in a while. Yeah. I mean, we've been friends for so long. It's hard not to get in a fist fight. Right. Every now and again. But nonetheless, right. we always work out. Okay, here's a question I have for you. Okay. What made you start getting into NBA? What What made you like the NBA? Um, my first moments as a kid, like watching NBA, um, probably like if you don't know this about me, I'm person like I am a Thunder fan. So some of the first NBA games that I watched were Thunder games with like Kevin. right when the Thunder started. right. This is like just fresh when like. The franchise had relocated right. to Oklahoma City, right? And at that point, they why, had why the Thunder though? Well, if you let me get to it. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is where the fist fight starts. Right, right, right. This is usually where we start fighting and stuff. But uh, <laughs> I, I first really started watching Kevin Durant, and I was just in awe of like watching him play. Now you're talking about okay, see Kevin Durant or like Texas Kevin Durant, both. I, I did watch some college basketball. Like me and my mom would always watch college basketball. Like right. we'd always have it on the big screen watching it, you know, have to. And um, with that, like I always thought he was good. And then when I saw that he obviously got drafted to Seattle and then they relocate to the Thunder. So by the time I'm rolling around and watching it, um, I'm like, wow, he's, he's incredible. Yeah. And I, I just find myself just watching all the time Thunder, trying to find the Thunder game so I can watch Kevin Durant and, and, with that, like the more I started growing my love as a fan for Kevin Durant, the more I started liking guys like, man, Russell Westbrook, right, James Harden, all those guys on the team at one point. And hard to believe. Branching out hard hard started, to believe. Yeah. So at and that you start point, watching other guys mm-hmm. and other teams, and then eventually, if you're as big as NBA fans as we are, you just fall in love with any basketball game. Yeah. Really, I mean, you love watching hoops. Yeah, anything that's hoops, you just love watching because, to me, it's the most talented league in the world. I mean, football, don't get me wrong, you have to be a crazy athlete. But to make it in basketball, and I played basketball for a long time, and I'm not saying I was a good basketball player or anything, but I've seen guys who are really good basketball players, and they don't even touch the tip of the iceberg when it comes to playing in the NBA. You have to be such a crazy, gifted athlete to play in the NBA that it's almost hard not to fall in love with it. Yeah. And from my point of view, just because how talented they are. Yeah. So no, I, I didn't see it. It's hard to like understand unless you've actually like experienced playing against somebody yeah. that was extremely talented. Right. And then at that moment, having that reality check to where like, wow, I just got my butt kicked by this guy. I know guy, a lot of people. And he's not even in the league. No, no exactly. He's not even in college. I know college a lot of people that, whatever that tell me, like, oh, I should have played basketball. And I was no. going to be really good. I was like, listen, dude, I know you may think that, but no, you wouldn't have been. You have to just, you have to be just different. That's the only word that I can think of when it comes to basketball. You have now, to be just completely Do you different. remember Seventh Woods? 
Of course. His hoop mixtape. Of course. Everyone thought Seventh Woods was the GOAT. Yeah. What does he do now? I'm pretty sure he's probably playing He was overseas. a bench warmer. He was a bench warmer at North Carolina. Right. He honestly might still be on North Kids. It might be like his senior year. Dude, no way. I he's swear. still in college. He was last year. He's probably overseas. I guarantee it. We'll have to look probably. into that for sure. But he dominated high school. Though. But like some the, of those guys are so talented at, at that high school level. But no, then I mean, you think about it, those guys that are that good just as high schoolers, and they're not even in the league. Right. Because you think about it, Seventh Woods got to UNC and didn't even play. No. Averaged two points maybe on a good season. Yeah. So, so if he's There's that, a lot of guys like that, though. Why? Like you, everyone thought Austin Rivers was going to be the next Michael Jordan, dead gum. I mean, his hoop mixtape's crazy. Yeah. John Wall's hoop mixtape. And don't get me wrong, I, I like Austin Rivers. I think he's a good player. But he's no, he's not. A good, he's not a great NBA player or anything like that. Okay. You know, he's, just, he's your good, good role player, right? So, I love hoop mixtapes, though. It's easy to get lost in hoop mixtapes. I mean, I mean, we've watched Greg Brown like five times. We're pretty sure Greg Brown's the next goat at this point. If I was the Oklahoma City Thunder, I would trade anything you got to trade to get the draft. Greg Brown, draft send it all to get Greg Brown from the draft, right? Right. I mean, I agree. I would have done that for Lamelo, honestly, this year. I'm pretty sure at some point Greg Brown said something along the lines of, like, why would I do a layup or shoot it if I can just dunk it every time? Yeah. I think that's what he does. Okay. That here, dude is crazy good. Here's something I got for you. Now, I'm sure a lot of people, if you watch basketball and you're not 40, you play NBA 2K. I know we play way too much 2K. And actually, Logan last year – his his my player was a ninety nine point nine. Is this true? Or is this false? That was a true statement. Yeah, ninety nine point nine. When what was the first two K you played? Shoot, I'd have to say like two K nine. Oh wow, I played thirteen with my first one. Yeah, well, they did used to make two K. Well, the NBA lives used to be better than the NBA than the two K games. Right, they really but, did. I played – actually, I played the lives first. I played, like, live 10, live on 9 with, like, Gilbert Arenas on the cover of it. What? Yeah, at the YMCA. We, I had a PS2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. So I was able to play some of those games, uh, 2K. But I did play, I think, one or two of them, like, on the Wii, which okay. wasn't a, a different experience. You had the Wii for way too long. You played the Wii for way too long. I didn't actually get an Xbox until like later in my teenage. Well, most people already had Xboxes. Right. Didn't have Xbox. Very much behind the curve. Yeah. Much of my childhood, honestly, I spent outside like playing, shooting hoops. Right. So breaking. Right. Um, <laughs> so since uh, since we're talking about 2K, I think it's pretty fair that we explain our grievances against Ronnie 2K. <laughs> oh yes. Um, there's I don't I, I don't use the word hate a lot. I wouldn't say there's a lot of people on this earth that I hate, but I hate Ronnie 2K. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I know you feel that way. I definitely do. I mean, I just don't understand what you're doing. The game's getting worse every single year, and you're doing nothing about it. You say, oh, this is going to be the best one. You told us this year, because of the pandemic, that there's no need to delay the game because it's such a good game. Why delay a game that's this good? The game sucks. I play it. It's garbage. It's not even as good as last year. Now, our favorite mode to play in 2K is my team. Yeah. Right? Yep. 
And last year was pretty fun. I enjoyed it last year. For the most part, yeah. And then this year, it's just no fun. Garbo. It, the, the problem with 2K is that you have to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars to have to be good at anything. Again. And no one wants to do that. Nobody wants to do that. So it, it's, it's difficult. But yeah, that's my grievances. I think it's safe to say that here at Tossed Up Sports, we have part, or we have Vendetta against mm. Mr. Ronald 2K. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I don't like him at all. I feel like I could do a better job. I don't know nothing about making a video game. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of a lot of the 2K developers that make the game are to blame for some. And then you go on YouTube, you see these guys that do 2K YouTube, and they're sick of it. I mean, they can barely even make videos. They talk about it. You Kenny's know? fed up. Agents yeah. fed up. Agents fed up. Everybody. Troy Dan. Troy Dan's had enough. I mean, that's when you draw the line when you start messing with Troy Dan. Yeah. Wait till Tossed Up Sports gets a hold of it. Yeah. Wait till Tossed Up Sports gets a hold. Of it. Totally different. Other basketball things can we talk about? Huh? When did you do? When did you stop playing basketball? Like, well, my last organized basketball season was in fifth grade. Oh, okay. Elementary school. I actually played until sophomore year of high school basketball. JV, baby. Yeah, JV. It was JV, but it was sophomore. Dead gum. Matt did with win the freshman state championship. And the eighth grade state. Yeah, and the eighth grade state championship. I, I mean, even when we play pickup, you know, I'm not bad at basketball. Yeah, Matt's got a, a shot. Matt, uh, his play eerily resembles Tim Duncan. That's who you think I play like? Yeah, big and slow. But efficient. But nonetheless, his fundamental lay-ins and post-pivot moves get the job done. Right. And that very much is the big fundamental. I can see it. Oh, man. So um, when you think about the NBA, what's who was the first person that um, got you interested in the NBA? Would you, I know you said Kevin Durant, but like when you think of like your earliest memories, what's a name that sticks out, like an older name? Like as in like the legends? Yeah. Oh, I would think any of the guys from like the bad boys. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So – Logan is a Michigan native. Let's let's let everybody know. He's a big Michigan Wolverines fan. Sad, real sad, by the way. Michigan Wolverines. Um, yeah, he's repping his Michigan. Um, is a short sleeve, long sleeve? Short sleeve. Short sleeve. Okay. Yeah. Nevertheless, they don't win. <laughs> uh, Jim Harbaugh's gone. Probably. Hopefully, dad gone. I mean. He was almost gone last year, and then how many games y'all won this year? Three, two, two. No, Jim Harbaugh's gone. He's got to be. Yeah, you can't just do that. Michigan, two, two wins. At, at that big of a program, two. I mean, Tennessee, it's expected. Two wins. Two wins. Yeah, and then, yeah, he beat Rutgers in three overtimes. Get out of here. Scram, Jim. Yeah, we'll see. Take you and your khakis and go. Oh, I know it hurt when you saw uh, one Jim Beeline leave Michigan. But two, him do absolutely horrible in the NBA. The combination had to suck. The fact that his players thought that he called them thugs. Yeah. I don't understand. Months into his time with Cleveland, it's like, oh, my goodness. I understand that, like, thug is an offensive word. But if someone called me a thug, whatever. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, okay, I'll just go, go play basketball. 
Like if someone called me a name, whatever. Like you're in the NBA, get over it, right? Like those guys be talking so much trash to each other. Like you're a thirty year old man, you're gonna be afraid that this old coach called you a thug. Like, no, I mean personally, get over it. Yeah. Like from a personal standpoint, I don't know what the ultimate resolution was. It's not like Beeline's a bad coach. Everyone knows him to be a great coach. Great defensive coach. Now some guys just aren't good in the big leagues. They're better, and I could call like Nick Saban. He tried to go to the NFL. And he just wasn't good. So he went back to college, and now, look, he wins every year. So, I mean, it could be that. Maybe so. People are way too sensitive nowadays, though. Words shouldn't hurt as much as they do. Ah. Words literally hurt, dude. They can. Like, what? I mean, they were like, oh, he's calling us thugs and stuff. Like, bro, yeah, you're 30, though. Yeah, I'm just kidding, though. (laughs) Well, Logan's not smart. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Sometimes. So, John Howard, though, he's, he's doing a good job, right? In my personal opinion, I don't know what Beeline's doing, but. Does he coach anymore? What he should do is come back to Michigan as an assistant well, coach. What he should do is he should probably just retire, bro. He's like 70 something. Well, he can come back and still coach the defense and have a recruit. But, Juwan, you like Juwan, I know. Yeah. Juwan's doing some good recruiting. Fab five. Once again, didn't win. But I can't say anything because Tennessee's never won anything either. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. But I'm not as much of a college fan. You know, I don't I don't like college all that much. True. I feel like if people – I, I want to really have a sit-down conversation with somebody who thinks that college sports are better than pro sports. So a lot of people think college football is better than the NFL. And I really want to sit down and pick their brain because that just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I know – like Did you, At you, some point in your life, did you think that – you think that college is better, or do you always think NFL is better? I don't think necessarily that the argument is that like college football is better, more think, enjoyable to watch. Yeah, is it more fun to watch? Because that's the big question. Now, here's here's another thing I have to say. If you think college football is more fun to watch, have you ever seen Scott Hansen on NFL Red Zone? <laughs> nope. It, it's obviously not, because that is just the most fun you could possibly have. Do that stuff is. Action packed. It is. And literally, we have people at my house every Sunday. It's full of people to watch Scott Hansen talk about football and show football. It's, it's the best. I, I don't know. I just, I just think it's a step above. And it is a step above. Like from college to NFL, it's just like going from any step below to any step above to me. You know what I mean? Right. You go from high school or you go from middle school to high school, you get a boost. You go from high school to college, you get a boost. You go from college to NFL, you get a boost. Right. Or college to NBA, you get a boost. I don't know. I'd really like to talk to somebody about that. See their, their real reasoning behind it. But I mean, I guess you also have, like, the only other variances you'd have would be, like, rules of the game itself. Football is very similar. I mean, it's not going to change too much, but college has some different rules. It does. Now, one thing I'll give college football is that their overtime rules are a lot better than NFL. Yeah. I like theirs, but I would give it to them at like the 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like put the NFL teams at the 50, let them drive down, see what they can do. It's much more fun than like – because then you have ties and stuff and like that. No one wants a tie. And the thing is like they, the NFL and the Pro Bowl was willing to try that funny business on that fourth down like kickoff right. conversion right. thing. So if they're willing to do that, why aren't they willing to change the – janky overtime. I don't know. Setup. 
I don't know. But um, every time it comes on the screen and the referees explain it, every fan and sports guru in America is like, oh, like that's this is stupid. Yeah, it's dumb. Whoever wins the coin toss ultimately is going to win the game. I mean, not As, always. Well, but there's a good chance. Yeah. I mean, you boost your chance like a ton. I mean, I'm a big Chiefs fan. All you have fan. to do is, if, as long as you have a decent offense, just march down and score, and then the game's over. It's over. Well, I mean, and I'm a big Chiefs fan. I remember the AFC Championship game two years ago against the Patriots. It went to overtime. Tom Brady got the ball first, went down, scored. Patrick Mahomes never touched the field. Yep. Like, what fair – what what? That hurts, too. That's not fair. Yeah. It's overtime. They both should get a shot. So, no. They would have dueled it out, too. Patty would have got on the field. I guarantee you. I would almost bet everything I have on the fact touchdown. that he would march down the field and score. Yeah. So – and then if you ever look at, like, games that end in a tie, I know the Eagles and the Bengals ended in a tie this year. And if you see that, I mean, ugly game for sure. Right. And it's funny because it's the Eagles. They're right? hard to watch. And they but just, like, and then if mo- you – Most you, times when they t- there are ties, they always seem to be so low score. It, well, yeah, that. And, like, if you see the players after the game, they're just kind of like, like, oh, what like, what was that for? Yeah, it's just, you know what I mean? it's just depth. Like, hey, we just went hard and hit each other yeah. as hard as we could. And four, people probably got hurt for 48 nothing. minutes. And then, all right. Yeah. So, uh, Raps on the night. Yeah. Everyone got a game check. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's really it. Sucks. And it doesn't really help nothing. And the thing is, it, it's weirdly enough, like, teams that get a tie, and when it comes down to the end of the season, when standings all play out for mm-hmm. division leaders, wild card spots, things like that, those teams with the tie always somehow get that advantage. Because right. when you have a well, tie, because they have a one less when, loss, right? Because when you have the tie, you don't have the loss, but right. also you don't necessarily have to win, right? So I mean, I guess it's equal. Like it, it's almost like the game didn't happen, right? You know what? A, I mean, silly. Yeah. So a team could technically have, like, if you have the same amount of wins as another team in your division, but you have a tie as well, you're going to be above that other team because they have an extra loss, right? So. Five, six, and a tie. Is but if you have as many losses as a team, you go below them because they have another win. So, I mean, it, it works out both ways. But either or, there should be no more ties in professional sports. It's 2020. No more ties. Yeah. Have a winner. Have a loser. Go on with your day. Even if it's like kickers kicking from 50 and see who misses first. Sudden death. Yeah. Like, like, like a we have a penalty shootout, right? Yeah. Soccer. Like, just do something. I mean, I'm, I don't like that idea necessarily. Well, and even in baseball, yeah, at that point, it becomes sudden death after a certain amount. Yeah. But it goes to the bottom of the inning, so each team has an opportunity. Now, the, the downside of baseball, now I know this is rare, but the downside of baseball is sometimes you can go like 19 innings. Right. Which, I mean, but that's rare. So I don't but know. someone wins the game. Hey, here's my question, baseball fans, if anybody can help me out with this. How in the world you could play 100 games – and you'll score three, two, seven, you know, the normal scores. And then every now and again, team puts up 30 runs in a game. How in the world does that happen? Well, I think I know the answer. Teams get hot. But that hot? Yeah. For one game? Pros. And then they go back in the next game, they score two runs. Right. Well, what? I'm sure, the there's Braves put up like 25 runs in a game last season or something like that. Crazy. Yeah. Some team this year got beat by like, I don't remember what it was. The Padres had won the best offenses in baseball this season, and I'm pretty sure they did that once. Put yeah. up upwards of, like, 20-plus runs in a game. Yeah. 
crazy stuff. I mean, but it's not like – but that's such a wild score. You never see like an NFL team score like 80. I feel like that would be the equivalent. It's like if you saw like some team go out and just score like 80 or something near that. You never see – you never even see like 60. Well, do you remember like back a couple years ago? Well, I, would, I shouldn't say a couple. Maybe like five, four or five years ago. Back when the Warriors were really starting to get good, that whole dynasty was starting to emerge. Houston, was, like James, was getting good. Right. Houston, Golden State, those teams were, like, scoring upwards of, like, in the threshold of seven. Well, they were scoring, like, 70 to in 80 points in the first half. And we were like, what the heck? Yeah. And now teams are doing it like it's nothing in the NBA. Like, even the Wizards. No, that's true. Last season, their offense was very efficient at one point. So, like, now, like, what the heck? I know. All these teams are doing it. Like, everything is, like. And they'll score 150 in a game. But that's not so unheard of. Is it because talent level is rising or is, like, the game speed is increasing? Or what? I wonder what. It's probably a mixture of better athletes mixed with poor defense. Maybe so. I'd say. Because, I mean, if you watch those games, they're just scoring every time. I mean, you have to to put up that much, you know. Score, score, right? But these guys are still. There's good defenders out there. No, I mean, absolutely, Just better offense, you know. So everyone's got thought. But I've always wondered that about baseball. I've never been a big baseball fan. I know your brother is a big baseball fan. He is. Um, we'll have him on if if things go how we want it to go. We're definitely going to get your brother in on some because he he knows more baseball than probably anybody I've ever met. Yeah, I would definitely consider him. He's as passionate about baseball as we are football and basketball. Right. I would definitely consider him a baseball guru. Yeah. No, I would too. Um, And he plays fantasy baseball. He does all that stuff. He enjoys it more than he enjoys fantasy football, which I don't understand. Fantasy football is so much fun. We, if Here's another thing is we love fantasy football. Yeah. We're big into fantasy football. We have both are in two leagues. And uh, we take it real serious, probably a little more serious than we should. But it's so fun to take it serious. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you get to manage a team. Yeah. And that's the fun part. And we're real excited because yeah. we're actually both in the playoffs. Yeah. And, right well, now. I'm in the playoffs in both leagues. You're in the playoffs in one, one league. Right. Now, to be, to be fair, he jumped in on the other league. He jumped in, in the middle of the season and got a team. So not really fair. And his team wasn't very good when he got it. So not very fair to him. We roll with the punches. I also want to um, uh, voice my 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 concerns with my man Robert Woods. Robert, if you somehow tune into this, um, you put up three point two, and it's the fantasy playoffs. And you've been coming through all year for me. That hurts. And then you put up three point two. It hurt, and I'm sad. So I just want to let you know that, and if you could just send me like a virtual hug, that would help out a lot. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. But uh, the playoffs are starting. I'm excited. I still think my team's going to win. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Aaron Rodgers. I got the duo right there. Aaron Jones last year around this time. Put up like 41. Yeah, I also picked up uh, James Robinson on my fantasy squad, which um, probably was the best pickup of the year. Now, here's – Now, here's – Here's a trade scenario that was put into my um, – that was given to me. One of our buddies said he will trade in the offseason 
if I give him James Robinson, he says he's willing to give me Patrick Mahomes, which is interesting. We have a keeper league, which means you can keep two players wherever they were drafted. And James Robinson was undrafted, which means you can keep him with the last round of the draft, which makes his value insanely high, right? Would you do that? Would you trade him for Patrick? Because I'm, I'm thinking about Because I already have Aaron Jones. Patrick Mahomes, the first round draft pick. Sixth round. Really? Yeah, because when he before when he that first year he started, someone got him in the sixth round because no one saw him being as good as he is. You know, mm-hmm. I would do that. Yeah, it's a nice one. Yeah. Who are you keeping? Aaron Jones and either James Robinson or Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Verified on Tossed Up Sports. Yeah. Live. Yeah, you're hearing this first for sure. Uh, what else? You know who you know who got me into Rockets basketball? Can you think? Can you think like Yeah. Who? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean. Absolutely. Him and T Mac. Remember that one year we took the Lakers to seven and I really thought we were gonna beat them. Yeah. And we didn't. And that's yeah. when honestly, that's when disappointment started for me. That's that was a fun team to watch. It was I like watching their highlights. The the Rockets disappoint me every year. Now it's hard not to get disappointed every year because it's so hard to win a championship. Mm-hmm. But man, the Rockets disappoint me every single year. I always find a way to make it sting a little more every year. No, like last year even. Even in the Thunder series, we should have swept you guys. No. Nah. We should be challenged four or we, five. We were and better it, than y'all. It's no, you were not. Yes, we were. No, you weren't. We had Chris Paul and we he was better with us than he ever was with you guys. Okay. That that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying we were the better team. We were the better team. Okay. Well we, we had, won the Dad Gum series, so I'd say we're the better team. All right, huh? well, did it go to seven? It did, but who won? Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, that's why James Harden finna get traded. He might. He might. It's gonna hurt me, but whatever. You still, I still got Patrick Mahomes. All right, on. so let me switch it up. Okay. I'm sorry. I know you're in the middle no, of thought, it. but my my question to you is: as a Houston fan, and as a James Harden fan personally, what and give me your serious response. Okay. What do you consider? Valuable assets that you could possibly receive, receive and return, in return for trading James Harden. So one, we need a really, really good player. Okay. Like from the from the Are Sixers, t- we would need Ben Simmons. Okay. And then we would need another good player, another role player, and then draft capital. And we'll give you James Harden, we'll give you Daniel House, and we'll give you a first round pick or, or two first round picks. So why would Houston be giving up picks? Or one first-round pick, just because we're getting draft capital back anyways. You don't have any picks. Yeah, we do. We have two. What year? Uh, we traded with Portland. They gave us a first-round pick for Robert Covington. And then we okay. also got a first-round pick for uh, for Russell Westbrook. All right, but y'all traded all your picks to get Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I know that. I'm aware. But, like, we would need someone really good, somebody else, and then draft capital. And then if you don't get that, you don't trade them. It's that simple. And then what's he gonna do? Just not play? And then what? You're and then less and less teams want you, and you're only getting older, and yeah. you have a good shot with this good team we have. I don't know. So in your mind, do you have a short list of players that you consider like you would take in a trade? So like I, I know, know there's you nobody. They, you mentioned Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, I would take. Okay. I'm not taking anybody from the Heat. I know he put the Heat. Because who are they going to trade? They're not going to trade you Bam. They're not going to trade you Jimmy. They're not going to trade you 
They would have to figure out a trade to send Tyler. Duncan. Also, I, this is something I want to say, just a little side note here. Anybody on this planet that thinks that they that the Heat should not trade Tyler Hero for James Harden? Stupid. You're not very smart, just as a person. And that's because it's so obvious that that is what you would do. What's the what's the peak of Tyler Hero? Borderline All-Star, maybe? Well, we don't know that yet. Dude, there's no way Tyler Hero becomes an All-Star. There's but, no way. But if you have him in you, – if your team is in a position to flip – Someone like Tyler Hero for James Harden. You do that in a heartbeat. Why would you not do that? Oh my goodness! Now I like Tyler Hero. Who cares? The song if you take a Forty million dollar cap hit. No, nobody. Luxury tax, cool. Yeah, you have two years of them. You go for the championship. Yep. You got him. You got Jimmy. Bring it home. First one since LeBron. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. That's just. But I mean, other teams. What he said, the Bucks. There's nothing the Bucks can offer us. Trust me, I'm, I've been tuned in on this, all this stuff. And then what was the other team? The Nets. Nets can't give us anything. Don't talk about Karis LeVert. Don't talk – we're talking about James Harden. We're talking about a top five NBA player. Don't bring up these guys that are role players. You know what I mean? Okay. This is the frustrating part is people are like, oh, well, these are like three or four really good role players. Okay, cool. This guy averages 35. Yeah. League MVP. Like, don't disrespect him. And I feel like once he does go to another team, if he does, I hope he doesn't. But if he does go to another team, I feel like that's when people will see, okay, James Harden's actually really good. Not this just like ball hog that we've seen in Houston for the past 10 years. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. I mean, I mean is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I think that pretty much hits all of it, dude. All right. Well, that was a Ramble On podcast by Matt and Logan at Tossed Up Sports. We'll catch you guys later. Keep it fresh. Keep it real.